Hello, come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversations are always on the menu. I am your host and barista, Catherine Gabriel-Jones, and I'm really glad you've arrived. What happens when we make a wish? Our imagination might get activated, to be sure, as we dream into the possibilities, alternate futures of what could be. There's a lot that happens in our imagination and in our mind when we make a wish. But how does making a wish affect our body, our lives, our experience in community? During my conversation with Dr. Jen Pratt, she shared a surprising pearl of wisdom, and we bonded over the joy of data. Here's hoping. I'm guessing that you know the physiological importance of hope. Could you share that with me? Oh, absolutely. So I think, you know, we know that mental health and physical health are so intertwined um, it, and so interconnected. It's it's so interesting you bring that up because Make-A-Wish actually did a study called the Wish Impact Study. Uh, this was done um, with over the last few years, just released a year ago, the results. They had surveyed uh, about 3,500 former WISH recipients, parents, and uh, medical uh, care providers of these children. And the results were just astonishing. But of course, something that I am like, this, I knew this all along, (laughs) is the impact of a WISH, the impact of of inserting hope in these types of experiences is so far reaching. Mm It had the effect of bringing families closer together. Children and families were better able to handle the extreme stress of these critical illnesses. And um, both families and medical teams felt like children were actually able to do better with their treatment and have a better outcome because of these wishes, because of this hope. And it, it just kind of puts into data, which, you know, I... I like looking at data, but oh, yeah. it, it, data it, it rocks. Just, <laughs> it just puts into it. Yeah, like this is this wing. It's so much more than just a wish, just yeah. the day. Yeah. It is um, really empowering these families and children to be able to stand up and fight and be hopeful and hopefully, you know, in the long term, be. Um, just have a better sense of well-being about their experience and their ability to move forward and perhaps do something for others who are in a similar situation. I think there's so many people that are inspired uh, to do more after going through something so profound. Think about the words 
wish and impact. Those are two words I've never put together. I've never seen them side by side. A wish. What comes to mind for you? What images populate within your imagination? The shimmer of pennies or dimes, nickels or quarters in a fountain? A wishing well? Walking past a sign that advertises a psychic's shop? Reading a horoscope, wishing for some guide for what the day might bring. I have to admit, my associations with the word wish have primarily been negative. Dashed hopes before they're even entertained. Which introduces the radical possibility of hope embroidering that word, wish. Because if I'm thinking about the word wish from a strictly negative perspective, then it has an automatic impact on my life in that it separates me from others. Because that's... That's what cynicism can do. And that, in and of itself, has an impact on the body. Closing oneself off from the possibilities that could be within a wish. It can shut us off. It can have an impact. But Dr. Jen Pratt includes another spectacular phrase inserting hope into an experience. When hope is inserted into an experience, it suggests the compassionate presence of a third party supporting, encouraging, uplifting, reminding that the world may not be as dark as this patch of road where we happen to be standing. So let's put it all together. The impact of inserting hope into an experience unfolds within a wish. A wish can insert hope into an experience which brings a positive impact, an empowering impact, an encouraging impact on one's life. Maybe a wish is something that can only really happen when we are in relationship. In the depths of my own depression, wishing 
because I was alone. I felt alone. I remained alone. And so wishing became this snake eating its own tail, this hall of mirrors, a maze through which I could never navigate. But in relationship, in community, if I can express a wish, or even more, even more than that, another person asks, what would you wish for? What is your wish? And I think the aspect that is most important in that wish is that it's something tangible. It's something practical. It's something we touch. We all wish for world peace. We all wish for the end of sorrow, discrimination, prejudice, and violence. But what do you wish for today? I wish to complete the editing of this episode because this podcast gives me so much joy an encouraging sense of hope that there is a continuing connection between myself and others in the world, some of whom I know and love and some of whom I will never meet. What do you wish for today? Hearing Dr. Jen Pratt talk about the impact of Make-A-Wish and the powerful ripples of hope that spread out from the child who made the wish to the family who cared for the child to the medical team who support and care for the child, the friends and family, the larger community, those friends and family of the friends and family, and so on and so on out into the world. It's like a bullseye of encouragement. Our world may have a rind of cynicism, and there may be reasons for that sometimes. But the innocence inherent within a wish is a good and noble thing. Something that is too easily lost, cast aside, a last-ditch effort, a Hail Mary pass, something that is unlikely to succeed and certainly might be childish to entertain. How radical could it be to really dream into a wish? It's not an unlikely possibility, not a last-ditch effort. It is, by its very nature, that ineffable, inexplicable connection between people within our lives who wish to insert hope into our experience, those we don't know and those we have yet to meet or we may love them dearly. 
Wow. Here's hoping. Thank you for joining me at my imaginary coffee shop. I'm your host, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. I'm so grateful you've shared part of your day with me. And whether this is your first visit or you're a regular, please consider sharing this episode with a friend so other people can find their way to Here's Hoping. If you're interested in having a conversation with me, you can send an email to hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as LinkedIn, are also possibilities, but email is always the best way to reach me. Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by the Reverend Dr. Seth Jones, Minister of Extraordinary Spiritual Experiences. Thank you, Seth. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorax with additional graphics created with Canva. And today, I will bring out a quote from one of my favorite movies, the 1970 musical Scrooge, starring Albert Finney. This is a quote from The Ghost of Christmas Present. There is never enough time to do or say all the things that we would wish. The thing is to try to do as much as you can in the time that you have. (laughs) Be bold, my friends. Wish. Entertaining the possibility that hope can be inserted into an experience and that you can be that bright glow of hope just because you are you. No matter where your road takes you, may the best of your past be the worst of your future. Until next time. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.